So, um, hi. <laughs> it's ghetto here. Welcome to the after show. Welcome to the after show. Part of my job here at the Good Sex Podcast. What here's the thing that you don't want to acknowledge. To if I ever started nerves. to work your nerves the way that you attempt to work mine, would you happen? would hate it here. I would. <laughs> <laughs> you, it's just so entertaining. You want to bet? Okay. I mean, I can. Oh, 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 <laughs> oh. Oh, <laughs> you don't want you you can dish it, but you can't take it. Hi guys! No, no, no! Start this whole cookie operation over. I'm auditioning for a new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the after show. Okay. Good. <sighs> <laughs> Are what's you finished? Going, Are you finished? Welcome to the after show. So yesterday's topic, sex happen? talk with Dr. Lindsay. Bomb. Listen. Bomb. From the beginning to the end. She thinks she's about to get away with this. I Y'all absolutely know she's am. Not. So Crystal was having a whole moment from the beginning <laughs> because Lindsay just brought even in the second question, brought so much. No, what's it the first question? No, no, no. What, what? Dang. I don't remember which question it was. I mostly can't remember because I can't get past what I hear in my spirit right now. Leave it alone. <laughs> I promise you I'm going to thump you. I'm going to thump you on camera. And for the people listening, I hope it's loud enough <laughs> for y'all to hear it. Oh, I'm not going to be able to con- y'all on the show. I was having trouble. What she said was so good. I was having trouble concentrating. But right now I'm having con- trouble concentrating because I can't get Because past. you're childish. Welcome to the after show. First of all, we are two and a half minutes in. They've already been welcomed. You were <laughs> delaying. All right. Y'all know how Alicia had to fit Smith and Weston into every episode? First of all, I haven't done in that the in ages. And so the now, last time it was brought up, you actually brought it up. <laughs> so now who's talking about who? So now I just can't get past that. You absolutely intro can. She created. I didn't create an intro. So moving on. Dr. Lindsay was here. Oh, now you want to move on. <laughs> you said moving on. I said moving on a long time ago. This is why I'm I'm looking to audition for a new co-host. Because <laughs> she don't got no act right. No, for real, y'all, this episode was, my mind couldn't grasp and hold. <laughs> First of all, she's a medical doctor. She's a family physician. Yeah. yeah. But she, like, came in here spitting hot, like, fire. That's because she, about she uh, Jesus. historically Baptist. You know, the Baptist people saved. I wasn't prepared Holy for Ghost that. Field. I wasn't either. She, th- I'm, I'm not even going to say it. I want y'all. She laid down some perspective mm-hmm. that I feel like I experienced literal deliverance. Mm-hmm. I'm not kidding. Like in my mind, it was mind, the second question. What, the, what, what would you define as good or God sex? Yeah. 
Y'all, her answer. If you haven't listened to it, <laughs> go do that first. Go listen to her answer. Yeah. I've never, ever, ever experienced the freedom. Yeah. And the love and protection of God. Even though we always, she didn't say anything new. She just reframed it, it in a different way. I just have never heard it like that before. But I, don't I think know. that's the beauty of scripture, right? Like it's, it is, as you always say, the inerrant word of God. Mm-hmm. And we find fresh revelation yes. as we reread. Are you preaching? No, I'm not. I'm just speaking. <laughs> fresh revelation. Every time, like as we live more life, and as we take in context, right? That's good. Like it just it becomes a new living, breathing thing. In the sense that I know sometimes we hear that um, for those of you who are Christian, you know, we talk about the word um, and revelation. You know, we use this language, right? And it's like, what does that mean? What we experienced was the word was alive in the sense that I felt like I was experiencing God Mm. In a way that I hadn't before. Mm-hmm. I, I experienced like you hear God is a protector, mm-hmm. but it's like it hasn't ever registered the way it did. That she said it. When she said that. Yeah. Y'all got to just, and if y'all have already heard it, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it was just like, whoa, I feel protected by God right now. Yeah. As a woman, I feel protected by God. It was yeah. just beautiful. And I don't think I was expecting it because I was waiting on like a clinician with a medical cap on with a. But we also talked about that. We did. Behind the license, behind the accolades is a human person. Yeah. My mom has always said that. Like she lit- she's a nurse. And so she's always talking about like the title and um, everything that we impose on mm-hmm. titles and how at the end of the day, like, you're going to have to recognize you're speaking with talking to relating to a person, a human being. So yeah, Yeah. she's a doctor. Um, at the same time, like some of the expectations, I think that we, I'm saying we, cause me, my husband to tell you, like, I'm, I'm one of them patients that's like, I got a million questions. I got, and I expect you to know the answer. <laughs> and if you don't know, go find the answer. Ask somebody something. But because I'm gonna go to WebMD and be diagnosed with cancer, and I'm about to die. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm talking about. But yeah, even you were saying like um, they're practicing. It is they practice medicine. L- practice in the literal sense. Literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love just the perspective of um gracing them but i loved her humility as a physician and this is something that i appreciate about tim too i'm not just saying this because i love tim and alicia Um, (laughs) my mom um had a medical emergency years ago and we walk in the er and guess who our doctor was my husband it was tim (laughs) and the humility um there they each have this spirit of humility uh you can tell that it's like a coming alongside. Like, yeah. Let's figure this out together. Yeah. Most, I won't say most, but I feel like a lot of experiences that I have had and I've heard others have with doctors is like not that. Mm. It's not that. It's very like cold. It's very like, I don't know. So I just feel like she affirmed 
for me that my interactions with my physician should be more like a partnership. Like we're partnering in this. Yeah. Um, and I appreciated that because I feel like when we are trying to figure out what's going on with us, you know, whether it be physical or otherwise, there's a lot of already insecurity and doubt. And we've have, we have as people, as women, as black women, um, distrust for the medical mm-hmm. profession. That's you know? what I was thinking as you were talking. I feel like part of that is because she's black. And so you feel like that, oh. and that I can be honest because you understand my experience and I don't have to explain it to you. That's probably true. Not intentionally, of course, probably very much so yeah, unconsciously. unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Unconscious bias. Well, yep, that's me. I'm biased there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because I started out my my primary physician was a black woman and mm-hmm. then she left the practice. And so now I have a white man. Um, and I think the very first appointment that I had with him felt a little awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes I think it does even still now feel a little bit awkward, but I trust that. Um, oh my gosh. I was actually talking to one of my classmates um, and she was talking about um, a uh, webinar that she sat in on. And she said, my counselor is white and she can have all of me but she will never be able to truly like know me because she can't identify with my experience because she's white. Mm-hmm. And like, I think that's real. And that's I exactly why representation matters so much. I agree. I agree. Cause it's, I feel like we already have so many barriers Yeah, coming in with this added weight of having to explain myself. Yeah. I don't, I'm already exhausted with whatever I'm coming to mm-hmm. for. Especially if you can't take into consideration cultural factors. Yeah. That's just like it. So my dentist was like, um, something is going on. Are you having pain in your mouth? And I was like, no. And so something apparently that's in black women. And I, I never remember the name of it, but it, Anytime I go to the dentist and they take x-rays, the oral surgeon was like, hey, just make sure to tell them you have blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, because what it looks like on the x-rays is like my like bone is decaying or something. It's not. Wow. But like it's, I don't remember the actual term for it. Sorry, guys. Um, but like it's something that's common in black women specifically. Wow. And so the fact that the oral surgeon even was wise enough to know that, because he's a white guy. Mm. He was informed enough to be able to speak and to that and say, hey, this is it's nothing to worry about. Like I've tested your teeth. I've done all the tests and all things. It's just what it is. Yeah, it's something that's empowering about being informed. Um, and I feel like so much of our experiences with the medical profession are having to advocate for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that. Hi, Macy. I think that <laughs> <laughs> I think that. um. That's hard to do when you don't know what's going on. Yeah. So like being armed with, you know, information. Um, yeah, I think that's a part of what makes it difficult for us sometimes, especially as it relates to sex. Mm-hmm. Because there's already this shame attached to this. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's already difficult sometimes to show up in a doctor's office fully, be fully present. 
um, and, and then what, advocate what for yourself. stereotypes are you automatically labeling me with? Yes. Yeah. And on top of that, now I got to talk about my sexual organs mm. or, you know what I'm saying? It's like, like. Or you don't even believe the the pain tolerance of black people is yes. the same. Yeah. Yes. Like, help me help you help me. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel like the other thing that she was highlighting to me that was just glorious was like, again, the disparity, which was kind of what motivated the, the topic for yeah. you. Um, th- there's so much that she doesn't know about sex as a physician, meaning like she wasn't educated or trained. No. And then what she does know centers men. Yeah. Like I, the example that she gave of talking in um, or asking in her lecture about female ejaculation and then being like, mm, okay, moving on. Yeah. Um. So women have what are called skeins glands, and that's okay. what is considered like the female prostate. Okay. And so skeins, S K E N E apostrophe S. Gotcha. Skeins glands. Um. There's another set of glands. Um. And again, because we know I'm in training, these are the things that I'm like actively learning right now. Mm-hmm. But that that's one of the things that contributes to female ejaculation. And is female ejaculation the same as squirting? <laughs> There's arguments about that. Okay. Yeah. Because I don't understand the concept of squirting. Well, and there's also the whole argument is squirting pee. Oh. You didn't know that was part of the argument? No, I don't know a lot about the argument. Okay, well, and that's fair. Like, that's that's where my world resides, so that, that makes sense. Um, so you have people who says that it that it is pee. So in terms of squirting, it comes through the urethra, okay. which is where the pee, pee comes, comes from, from but it is not, pee. the fluid is not pee. So they're just saying there might be a little pee residue. There might be traces, but it the fluid itself is, is not, not pee. Right. Uh-huh. Because it's a gland that's excreting or secreting. I don't know. One of the words. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ejaculation. Even that word to me, it almost. It sounds weird because it's associated with men. And semen. Yep. So we would be ejaculating but, this substance that's not. But think about it. When we are born, we have the same organs. The clitoris is the penis. So it might the be testes. something like semen, not semen, but no, it's it's no, no, no. OK, yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. In, ter- in terms of like so part of part of what happens with ejaculation with men is like the seminal fluid and all of yeah. those things. And then the sperm is in the actual fluid. Yes. OK, and now I was like, I don't understand where she's going. That's with where my <laughs> mind went because I associate all that with it with ejaculating. I didn't right. even ever know that women could ejaculate. Right. Yeah. I would. I guess I would have assumed it would be a different term, but that's the cool thing about working with a sexologist in training. Come on, (laughs) y'all. Okay. And you know what? In the show, something that um, came up too was like that Lindsay, as a medical professional, was saying, I oftentimes rule out clinically some stuff, and then I'm referring people to someone like Alicia. Yeah. So, like, that to me was, like, I think that especially Christians, again, right, don't know the resources available Mm -hmm. to us 
And so when Alicia, as a Christian, is saying, um, yeah, I'm going to school to be a sex therapist and a sex coach, sexology. Baby, the looks I got it by from some of the people. But the people need to go see Absolutely. Her. And going to be probably right there knocking on my door. And I'm to not going to judge you. I'm going to welcome you. Mm. There's, there's therefore no condemnation, <laughs> even though you was condemning other folks. <laughs> but I'm going to help you get free in your sex life. God bless you while I get free in mine. Amen and amen. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, go see go see your medical doctor. Yeah. Yes. Um go see your counselor because that can be also linked. Huh. Go see your neighborhood sexologist, not me yet, but coming soon. On the way. On the way. Yes. Yeah. She was even y'all, she I'm not gonna tell y'all. She gave some goods in terms of like um other resources, yeah. other professionals that we can go see especially as women and men you are not you have a job whether you're married or not whether there's a woman in your life with your mama whomever your daughter Daughter. to be able to help educate yourself so you can understand what's going on with these women in your life that you love and and (laughs) and okay some of what you're experiencing men is not physical hello she she talked about that like men yeah, come into did. her office and are like give me viagra i don't want to talk give me the viagra when and talking can set you free do you feel me it's, it might be something going on psychosomatic it might be some tra- it might be so be willing to explore because getting viagra and getting an erection and having sex isn't it's treating the symptom, but it's not treating whatever it is right. that's causing the symptom. And it is not an indictment on your masculinity to do so. I don't know. We probably got to have a man come tell y'all that. Y'all not going to believe us. Maybe. Maybe. Lord. I mean, we still got some heat for y'all coming up. So listen. Stay tuned. Definitely. I don't know. Go listen to it or don't, but you're going to miss out if you don't. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Sex Podcast. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entities they represent. The podcast is available on all major streaming platforms. So make sure you download, subscribe, rate, and review so that other people can find the content just like you did. Also, don't forget to follow us and engage on Facebook and Instagram at The Good Sex Podcast. See you in the next episode.